everybody, and welcome to MGS the Movie Game Show, a podcast where we talk about movies and we talk about games. My name is Dallin, and as always, I am joined by Mr. Fucko himself, Scott. How are you today? <laughs> Good. The illustrious Fucko. <laughs> I, I, I had planned a bit weeks ago, and I just totally forgot to do it. Where I was going to be like, welcome to Fucko the Canadian. I'm Fucko. That's the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. That's him. <laughs> because he's got such a can-do attitude. Ah, ah uh, very good. I don't know. There's not, that's not really a joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. So yesterday, I went to see RKG Presents The Prestige, yes. which is, if you don't know, a YouTube channel which spun off from IGN uh, with three people that we like very much. Rory, Gav, and Daniel. But Krupa in the <laughs> in the acronym. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, they watched The Prestige. I went in. I was so nervous. It was such a weird experience because it's like... It is weird going to watch a movie so, and yeah. And, yeah, it's like... It's so it's such a weird thing that like because you experience these people like I've been watching them since the very beginning, since 2016. Yeah. The first, the first mm-hmm. day. And they've just been with me and they mean just quite a lot to me. And it's weird that like they only really exist on this flat plane, right? They exist in the 2D space, basically, yeah, because yeah. it's just my laptop screen. And I don't have any corner. like personal interactions mm. with them. But I've experienced them for thousands of hours. And yeah. we always talk about this, like when you feel like people are your friends, you know, kind of funny, they call all their fans best friends, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they understand that relationship. And RKG do as well, right? You know, on their podcast, they always yeah, talk absolutely. Like, they have questions coming in, like, what do you do when you feel like you have a relationship with a podcast host or something like that? Yeah. And that they're really good with that. And they have quite a small community. So that is easier to kind of uh, keep a hold of, right? It's not yeah. like, it's not like a ma- they're not like massive YouTubers with millions and millions of views or anything. So the community feels small. And yeah, I went to the cinema. It was good. Uh, it's a really nice cinema. It's like one of those old ones. Like we have one at home, like mm-hmm. just around the corner. And we go there, and it's it's nice. It's a good setting to watch the procedure in because you're watching it, and it's like the red curtains, yeah. and like the big yeah. like the the sort of I don't know, like the balcony bit behind you. Yeah, it feels like a theater. So it feels like you're in a theater watching a theater on screen, and that's that's, that's so cool. cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I just I got a wee, I got a little beer to start. And I walked in, and then they're all just sitting at the front, just like, I'm like, they're just there. They're just real people. <laughs> they're just standing there. That, it's so weird. weird yeah. It's such a weird thing. And like, the IGN Extended Universe was there. You got your Simon Carty. All Cardi. the boys, yeah. You got your Joe Scrabbles. You got your Deal Driver. They're all sitting there, which is good. Uh, Rory's brother's there as well. Gav's girlfriend's there. Uh... A couple of people all sitting at the, they're all sitting in the front and I'm like I'm sitting like you know just a couple of rows behind them so I'm just like watching it and, and Gav's that's, walking I mean, like, around that's kind of so fun like, too just cause like those are people that they talk like they talk about like at length too it's like you don't feel like the same yeah. way but it's like you know like they, they talk about them all the time like I know the, who they are yeah the, the stories that Rory tells about like Colin like all the time like you know it's and he took the photo <laughs> did he? <laughs> he took the, yeah <laughs> he took the photo of me with him so we watched the film they did a little intro and then, uh, just so weird. So weird seeing them like with, with like depth or like seeing how tall they <laughs> yeah. are and stuff. It's just such a weird it's experience. Like VR. They're all about RKG the same height. the VR just experience. So you know. <laughs> they're, they're all just about R. five. Just R. They're all about five eleven. <laughs> At one point, Gav like walks past me in the bathroom. I'm like, oh sorry, I like moved out of the way, and he's like, oh thanks. I'm like, I'm like so weird. That's weird. weird that is weird. Yeah. He feel he feels like the leader. I like the the, the presence that he has yeah. in videos. 
he carries it in real life as well. Like he's walking around. That makes like sense. he owns he like he he's walking like he owns the theater. And yeah, it's just it's yeah. class. Uh, uh, yeah, so I did that, and then afterwards. They had a little uh, Q and A session, just not with us, but just with themselves. Uh, they showed uh, they showed that clip of like everybody, everybody being asked, like all the celebrities, like what do you think of the Prestige yeah. and stuff, which is uh, which is fun. And like you sound like such a nerd asking all these celebrities, like yeah. And then you explain it afterwards, <laughs> and you're like everybody was pissing themselves laughing at it. It was it was good. That's and fun. yeah, little little podcast. They swapped around and like three on stage, and then different three came on and stuff, which is good. It's cool. Uh, and we felt a bit like uh, when rock bands get so big, they don't like sit with each other anymore. Like it was like you know Daniel over here, Gav over here, yeah. Rory over here. Like they weren't sitting beside each other. <laughs> like and, uh, they didn't come. They didn't come on stage all together either. Like it was like it was like Simon and Dan and. Uh, Joe came on, and then the other three came on as well separately. That's right. I was like, "This is they're they're rock stars, like they don't they don't even interact with each other outside of videos." That's yeah. it. They're yeah. done. Uh, and then yeah, when, when it was all done, I just went to the bathroom, and then I came out, and Roy was just sitting there talking to someone. And I was like, "You know what?" I was like, "Fuck it," I, I was just yeah, gonna absolutely. leave. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm just gonna go. I, I thought like you know I've came quite a long way. I might as well because it's not the the tension between like wanting to say hi but also not wanting to be like a dickhead is mm-hmm. like you know. I feel that, but they probably, from everything they've said, they don't feel that way. They no. want you to come up and say hello, right? I just, it's just sort of like, how do you navigate it when you're feeling a bit nervous about it? And like, For sure. I just kind of, he was talking to someone and I just sort of stood back and then like when I noticed he was done, I just went up and I was like, hey, and I was like, like, hey, but more like <laughs> cheeky voice, hey, <laughs> like, hey, uh, I just wanted to say like, I, I thank you so much for the event. It was really good. I'm like, I'm a really big fan. And, uh, and then I was like, I'm from Northern Ireland too. And he was like, oh good. And then go. he started Did talking. In, he started yeah. talking about that. And I was like, okay, I have a little second to like just chill out. And then we were just talking about Northern Ireland for a bit and Port Stewart. And I was telling him all about Susie and having the flat there. And yeah. he was we we're talking about like where we where that flat is in relation to his house. And it's literally just like three he said like three minutes away. I was like, okay. Like I just I just bunkered at Port Stewart Arms good. for half of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was good. Uh, and then we were talking about the movie. He was like asking if I'd seen it before, and we talked a bit about some things in that and stuff. And then I was just like, "Yeah, can I have a photo? Is that okay?" And he said, "Yeah." And Colin took the photo, and I was like, "I was like, you're you're Colin, by the way. Yeah, you're Rory's brother." I'm like, just it's a weird thing to like navigate. Like, I'm like, know exactly. I know who you are, yeah, but yeah. like you, <laughs> you I'm like, a stranger you're like, to oh, you. You're a big fan of Majora's Mask, are you? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was. You like to go surfing. Do you? Yeah. You like surfing. You live with Rory, don't you? Like, such a weird thing. Yeah. We took the photo and he was really nice. They were both really, really nice. They I were like. Of the three, Rory would definitely be the one that I would be like less, least nervous to ask for a photo. Like, yeah. That guy yeah, is was, just. Yeah, yeah. He was, oh, he's so nice. Like, and, and at the end, he was like, it was like, oh yeah, well, if we're probably going to do this next year, so if you want to come along, I'll probably see you again. I was like, oh yeah, that'll be That's great. That's beautiful. Beautiful. See you then. Yeah. And then, uh, so I was like, probably worked out well, but it's weird that you like, you kind of have, uh, you kind of have this feeling of like, I want to say all this stuff, and then you get up, and then you're just like, I just I didn't say anything. I just yeah. want you know you want to go. You want I've been watching since the start. I follow. I'm a patron. A patron. Like you know, like I, I like you mean so much to me, and like yeah. you know all this sort of stuff, and like you just get up and your brain just goes like. Pfft. and you just kind of you're just lost in the moment of it and yeah got a little photo i was like 
you know what? I feel like I, I felt happier. And then when I went outside, Gav was standing out there, but he was talking to someone. I probably, if he was more on his own, I probably would have gone up to him too. Yeah. But like, I was kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt because just, I don't want to, I, I want this moment to be perfect and I don't want to like, you don't wanna I don't want to be, like, be weird. If I don't want to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with it. I didn't want to mess with like the, the nice experience that I had. Yeah, so, sure. So there we go. That's really good. That's awesome. I walked, walked off into the rain, which is nice. Good. So good Beautiful. experience. Beautiful. Worthwhile. Worthwhile, I would say. Okay. So let's talk about uh, something that wasn't worthwhile. Uh, and it was watching uh, Forbidden Siren. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A Japanese movie based on a Japanese game series. Uh, that I don't think is terrible, right? It's not a bad movie. It's just really plodding and boring. And that 86 minutes, Dallin, feels like about three hours. Feels long. Oh, uh, Jesus. I'll Jesus. tell you what. I enjoyed it well enough. I had a enjoyed fun time it. with it. It's not... It's. I think the second half is... There's it, bits... There's, like, the start and then maybe the end are good. And the middle has a lot of, like, the same sort of scenes over and over. It, yeah, it, it, it definitely does. And I, I do think there's so much that just does, like, so many things in this movie that don't add up or that are completely unnecessary. Yeah. Right? There, there's... The, yeah. the, the basics <coughs> of it, you get to the end, you're like, okay, yeah, 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 I got the basics of why she's, you know, seeing these things. But it's like, okay. Yeah what's why are we why are we doing the the Roanoke colony then completely unnecessary why are we doing why are we doing a red rum yeah <laughs> right basically, yeah. why are we doing mysterious woman in a red cloak a couple like, of bits like the shining in this that we'll get into actually. yeah um, so it's just like I, noticed. I, I was like waiting so like I enjoyed my time with it well enough and also like my bar for horror is is low yeah. not not low I as think, in just i haven't seen a lot of horror yeah, in my life yeah. and so there was enough like spookiness in this for me and there were yeah, quite, it's creepy, yeah there were a few moments that i was feeling quite quite tense and i'm glad it didn't go any any further than that um so yeah i was just i was looking forward to like some more like mysteries being unraveled and they just just aren't yeah and that was the yeah. biggest disappointment for me yeah i think so i think it, it has the feel, like, I think the other movies, like, are big Hollywood affairs, and yeah. they have too many cooks, and they end up being rushed and shitty, right? Yes. Mario and Street Fighter and all that. Whereas this doesn't have that sort of feel, because it's Japanese, it feels a bit more independent, right? And I like this a, bit a lot more, more than most of the things yeah, we've watched. Yeah, this is a bit more low still. budget, right? Yeah. And they're able to kind of just do their own thing from start to finish. And I don't think there's anything in this where I'm like, that was... That was like flat out terrible, or that yeah. was a terrible decision, or like there's nothing like that in this. It's just kind of a bit sort of a bit boring, I think. That, yeah. That's kind of what it comes down to. So let's get into the plot, right? So we start off with a child singing, which is always creepy, right? We have some text at the beginning 1590 in America, 117 citizens of Roanoke Island suddenly disappeared, and there was a mysterious letter left behind. And then we shift forward to 1872. Which was weird because this doesn't really come back in any meaningful way. No. Atlantic Ocean, the Mary Silas incident, which uh, I assume was a ship, yes. right, was found floating in the middle of the ocean with all of its crew missing. And then there were words written in the ship's log that said, my wife, Mary. And I would assume also, if we're going my through this, there's, 
there's subtitles in this. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think all of them are correct because there's some weird stuff in them, right? They say things and sometimes it doesn't really make sense and I think it's more of a subtitle issue than a, a film issue. Yeah, it's just a translation thing and even like yeah. uh, I think one of the bigger like reveals at the end it was kind of ruined a little bit by a translation yeah. issue. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and then we go Forward, we're in 1976. It's very dark. That's an old... <laughs> in the dark bits, it's very dark. Especially watching this fucking VHS quality I know, stream. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, watching, like when I watch flipping, uh, like, uh, Batman Begins on, like, a pirate DVD yeah. in like, 2005. <laughs> fucking hell. So, like, many blocky black textures. Yeah. Just, ugh. Right? So, there's a storm, and there's people in, in the rain, and they've got torches, and they look like they're rescuing some people from this island, and they're they're wearing their orange jumpsuits, right? They're going around the wreck town, and everybody on the island is gone. They get to a house, and there's all this stuff that's still there, such as warm ramen, <laughs> which is weird. Warm so ramen. The people have disappeared suddenly. They're all, they've not just left, right? So the captain has found someone, right? Uh, they go out, and there's this creepy man singing, right? Uh, and he's... He's sitting in this room and he's ripping up loads of paper, right? They're asking him where everyone else, where, where everybody else has gone to. And he just says, siren. He says three times. He says the third warning. Uh, and then he, he freaks out when they try to grab him and said that you can't go outside when the, the siren uh, sounds, right? Uh, the siren sounds. And to be fair, it is horrible, right? It is. It's very much like the lighthouse. It is like the lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, so, which, I mean, is the same thing because it's a siren. Mm-hmm. Uh, Similar mermaid idea, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's up on this big tar, and then we get the title screen, which I could translate because it is in uh, Katakana. Oh, very good. I uh, understood that. I was like, oh, there you go. Sa-i-re-in. <laughs> so it's daytime, which immediately... The, I haven't played very much of the game. I played about an hour of the first one, right? And it pretty much exclusively takes place at night. So say, not in the day, yeah. Straight away, uh, probably not the best representation of what this game has to offer, right? So it's in the daytime, we're with a girl and a guy on a boat, and I will say as well, with the translation, we also don't get their names, we don't get the dad's name at all, and the girl's no. name we don't get until almost right at the end. The end but it's probably yeah. a thing of like, I've noticed with Yakuza, like, I can, I can pick out when they say a name, but sometimes in the subtitles, the name doesn't appear. So it's kind of like, it's like, oh, I was talking to uh, Kiryu the other day, and then it'll just be like, I was talking to him. Talking to him, I was talking to you, or something something like that, right? Uh, So I was like, oh, this is maybe her dad, right? And they've had to to leave Tokyo uh, to somewhere that is more isolated, right? And she's got a brother called Hideo. We get his name quite a lot, which is good. And then we get this uh, dog (laughs) as well. We're not forgetting his name, no. No. And then we're fucking just moving to this horror island for some reason, right? <laughs> we're yeah. just moving to horror island. For Hideo, so for some up, reason. We don't know why. And everyone in the dock is watching them. And they're very rude and they're they're quite sinister. Right? Yeah. And the doctor, Minamida, picks them up in the minivan. He's a good boy. And uh, the child just runs off. And I was, I was sort of a bit confused. I was sort of like, is he sick? They've moved here for him to get better. Yeah. It, it becomes clear later. Right. But... The music is good. It's sort of like a bit Shenmue-ish. It's kind of creepy and droning and quite sonorous. I do think I the score is quite nice overall, like, yeah. especially when things yeah. are kind of picking up. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Whoever did this, they put the work yeah. in. It's not bad. It's so good. they drive they drive uh, to their house, and 
everybody from the island is just outside staring at them like a bunch of freaks, right? Yeah. Uh, and the dad is like, oh, this doesn't look like Japan. This is me speaking. I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know what he's talking about, right? So uh, apparently, the history of the island has been affected by the post-war period, and there's a lot of American buildings and American influences. But I think it kind of just looks like Japan, personally. But who am I? Who am I to say, right? Uh, they get to their house, and there are these weird, short snap zooms that are terrible. So strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, and there's a lot of just weird cinematography throughout, and I'm glad you pointed that out because I was like, yeah. "What's going on here? Like, it looks like, uh, like, like a episode of like MTV Cribs." <laughs> yeah, really strange. <laughs> so weird. So really weird. Strange. Right. Uh, there's a weird bit where mosquitoes attack a girl, and then she's freaking out. And I thought it was the main girl who we find out is called Yuki. Right. That, yes. Let's call her Yuki from now on. We think it's her, but it's actually someone else. Right. Is it not her? Weird. No, it's her neighbor. It's the weird neighbor. Right? Oh, weird. Because they're wearing different clothes. She's The neighbor's wearing like bright like floral pattern, yeah. and Yuki's just wearing black pretty much the whole way through it. Also, Yuki means snow, just so you want to, just in case you want to uh, know the translation of that. It, it, it does, know. and you know, you, I, I knew that one because it's part of the title of, or the Japanese title for I'm Setsuna. Oh, very good. Uh, I don't know the significance of it really in this uh, movie because, you know. She, it would probably be better if she was called, like, Wind. Satan. Which is Kaze, yeah. Uh, so, Satan, yeah. So, they turn on the wa- they turn the water on, and it pours red, first of all, because it's all dirty. It's Unsettling. A while. And the girl is uh, cleaning, uh, unpacking everything. I was like, this is a bit like Totoro at the start. When they yeah, yeah. The house. I actually uh, kind of, like, I found it really satisfying, like, her, like, going along with, like, cleaning yeah, up all I, the I dust. This is like The Shining. This is like this tracking shot, which yeah, is really good. I've yeah. heard cleaning the floor. It's like the little boy going on the little tricycle yeah. through the corridors. Uh, and it gets darker as she travels along. So they put quite a bit of thought into some of the cinematography in this. right? Some of it. Yeah, some of it, yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit of an unsettling moment. It's quite... The geometry is quite straight. Yeah. And I think that that's a bit of an unsettling thing to watch on this sort of natural island like setting. Right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It's, a bit, it's a bit sort of mess with your mind a bit so there's this horrible this doesn't come back there's this i forgot about this because i watched it in like i watched a bit half of it yesterday or sorry half of it the day before yesterday and half of it yesterday and i forgot about this there's this horrible centipede spider thing yeah comes this... out, and it doesn't that doesn't come back again no there's two bug jump scares this one yeah i'll i'll, I'll admit it got me just a little bit just like a little bit of like oh what the i f- hate it i hate these things i hate them also, what time is it for you right now? Right now, it's 5.52. Okay, so my phone's correct. So my laptop is three minutes slow, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that is, because it's set via the internet. So I've been having a, this trouble recently. Uh, so anyway, spider thing. They're horrible. I They live in, like, caves and stuff, and I think that they're fucking disgusting. This yeah. one's CGI, thankfully. They didn't, didn't get a real one there. Uh, so she sees blood on the wall, and the dog is barking outside. His name is Osnan as well we get his name right uh this woman comes to the house and she's the one that was swatting the mosquito she's one of the neighbors and she says that she's gonna start helping her and she starts cleaning her dishes like right? super aggressively by i know, the way. I know. just and like she's yeah she's weird isn't she and she's uh she says uh you can you can ask me anything about the island right she tells her not to go out at night because there's beasts near the metal tar 
and don't go outside when the siren goes, and this is all part of the island's folklore. But it's also a rule. It's a rule. Right. Right. The dad talks on the phone about the sun getting better, with sunlight and the ocean, and he talks about getting a draft ready soon. And I, this is the bit where I thought this is a bad translation because it's hard to follow what he's really talking about. I, I wasn't quite sure. See, right. and and this already, like, just to kind of like think about the end of the movie here, like, it's it's okay for me if if Yuki is the unreliable narrator. That's that's fine, right? Yeah. But she's not witnessing this phone call. Yeah, I know what you mean. And so he shouldn't be saying that Hideo is getting better, right? It's it's different it's different if if she asks him, "Oh, how's Hideo?" she go, he goes, "Oh, I think he's getting better, right?" But if it's just a private phone call that we're seeing when we know that Hideo has died, maybe maybe in like in her sort of psychosis She's just imagining every reference to Hideo being hurt. Or sorry, the other way around. She's every reference to her name. She's just thinking Hideo instead. So he's actually saying Yuki there. But like I don't know. You know, maybe she's just imagining the whole thing. Or can she hear him through the wall? Maybe. Or like, yeah, I, I don't know. You know what I mean, though. It's just like I know what you mean. Yeah. This mean. this just serves to because the next bit to is make weird the too. plot weaker. Yeah, yeah. Because they go to the clinic and she takes Hideo and the doctor is examining him. Right. Right. But is is he actually examining her? Which, you know, it's hard to say. Right? I, yeah. Uh, so Hideo is afraid of doctors, right? And I, I do think this part works a little bit better because she says that, right? She's, she's like, oh, yeah, he's usually afraid there, of doctors. Yeah. And he That's goes, fine, yeah. He goes like, oh, is he? Like, it's almost like he's, like, well aware that she... Yeah is yeah. hallucinating him and he's just, just kind of like easy- oh is he really like okay you know yeah just the easiest way is just kind of like to say that she's imagining all these conversations yeah you know she's, she's like her the dad talking on his own that's just in her head right i suppose that's the way to that's yeah, because somebody cheap. has psychosis you can just explain it away it's not good but like yeah yeah just that that's probably what they're thinking right uh so the dad is out interviewing people for a book or something with a wee tape recorder. And there's this sound, and he wants to know what's doing it. And the people there uh, say that it's the tar, but not many people go up there. And these freaks are like... This also doesn't hold up, because the people we find out are staring at her later because she's talking to no one. But here, they're just staring just because on their own. Right. Right. Which is weird. Uh, So... There's a lot of singing women, and they're washing their sheets or something beneath a waterfall, and the dad records this as well. And it's quite creepy, yeah. I think all this, all this stuff is creepy. So he's up the hill, he's taking photos, and he's getting closer to the tar. What do you think of the tar? Like, see from far away, I think it looks a bit too nondescript. I think it should look a bit more menacing from far away. I, like, just personally. If they're going to go down that route. Maybe they're kind of doing the thing where it's like, it's so mundane. Right, I, that's that kind terrifying. of what I got. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. something that, like... You're maybe supposed to be like, ooh, I have one of those too close by, and it's like you can only see it a little bit yeah. as well. Like maybe it's just it's, it's not it's not even important visually, but sound wise, yeah, it's important. it's just maybe, yeah. it's it's presence and the way people talk about it that yeah. that kind of yeah. make it a little bit scary rather yeah. than the way it looks. Yeah, yeah. So Hideo's gone, and the girl's going out to find him, and she gets to a load of picnic tables that's filmed in like the shit slow motion, and <laughs> there's all these 
first person pan shots over records and fucking ashtrays and tablecloths, right? And there's a lot of time just meandering around, isn't there? Looking at there's a lot of time just yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is the first bit where you get thing from a different perspective. The signs of a zombie in red and black, like he's being watched, right? And it the just, sound of this is actually just sound from the game, I think. Is it? Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I think that's so. Because that's exactly how they sound, right? They're called uh, Shibito. And it doesn't make any sense, really, because it's daytime, does it? Because surely, from what we know, the, these monsters come You don't out go at out at night or during this iron. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. why, is there, why is there one here? Right. Uh, so she gets into an old rundown house, and there's red paint or blood on the walls. She reads a book... Uh, a red book that has interviews from 1976 and it's it says all these words like wind and police siren and meaning of the siren and fisherman's tale and fear washes over the islanders it's all this fragmented like words just yeah so someone with a bandaged hand is watching and it's a man and she runs at her and tells her about the siren and it's actually the man from 1976 right right uh, so she fights him and runs away uh, she comes out of the bushes and finds Hideo on a hill near a tower with a woman in red who's not very well explained this this red woman really uh she doesn't say anything and she's just kind of a symbol for the bad stuff that's happening on the island right Uh, so they walk back to town and there's there's wind (laughs) there's just like from the book uh, we can hear we can hear people like singing or talking so they go into this town hall and all the islanders are chanting and there's a woman screaming and they're having the ceremony with lots of red so they go back to the house see and it's stuff like that that doesn't hold up for me at all no. Because it's no. just like, again, you think that this is going to be like a culty thing or whatever, and it's just like, A, yeah. is that even a real thing? Because yeah, we are at, you you know, we are with Yuki now, and it's something that she say, sees, it? and it's just like, yeah. or did she just stumble upon, like, some people having a little chat, and that's what she imagined it to be, yeah. like, I, you know? Yeah. I know you mean. And that and that's why like psychosis as a narrative device is very frustrating if it's not managed well and it's not here. Yeah, yeah, I know. So they go back to the house. The dad wants to go out at night to take photos, but he probably shouldn't. Uh, and I like their little house; it's quite cozy. They've actually they've got done it up well. They've done they've the done well, yeah. And mosquitoes and things, right? So the girl tries to call someone. I ass- it doesn't say who, but I assume she's trying to call her dad. Right? Him, yeah. He's not answering. She sees the neighbor at the window. Fuck. And the lights go out, which is really creepy. Dummy. Right. So the phone Dummy rings. Again. <laughs> the phone rings, and there's a creepy voice, and it says, "We are your surroundings," and it again tells her not to go out when the siren sounds. I would imagine it's just that man, isn't it? The right. 1976 man trying to warn her. Right. Uh, it does sound horrible. The siren goes again. Hideo has gone out like a fucking idiot, right? And the dog is barking. <laughs> And then you see the red of someone watching from the bushes. And this is a creepy element of the movie, I think. And it's a creepy element of the game. It's just, the game's not very fun to play because you have to, like, look, you have to play it and move around through the perspective of other people's sights. And I think it's quite an interesting idea, but I think it's annoying more than when it gets. So in a film, it it works a little bit better, right? Uh, So Hideo's pointing towards the tar. The dad's walking around in the dark. Uh, He's saying kaze a lot, which I know is the word for wind. Uh, from Duolingo. Uh, and he's fucking about the camera, screams, and that's all we see of him. The girl and the doctor are, are going around looking for the dad because he hasn't come back, right? And they're talking about how you can't really trust the Islanders, right? A bunch of bats attack, attack her, right? And then she's just alone. Just and then that, she's being that's watched That's a wild again. scene. 
<laughs> she's being watched. Yeah, bats. it's weird, isn't it? She's being watched, and then she runs through the forest, right? And then she locks herself in the big ceremony town hall thing where they had the, the chanting. Yeah. And then uh, she gets attacked by flies, and then she sees that her dad is downstairs, and he's fucking dead, right? He's dead. And then the chair rotates around on its own, and she screams and runs out into the woods again. She meets the doctor. There's a lot of this, like... So much stuff of, like, someone's gone missing, so she goes looking for them, um, yeah. and then she runs and away, gone. and then she Again. finds someone. Yeah. It's just a load of this. It just The middle section is very padded out with walking around and yeah. running around and being in silence. So they go to the town hall with the doctor, because he's reappeared, and they go with a policeman, uh, which is good, and I hope that he would come back later in a bigger way, because the policeman is the first enemy that you fight in the first game. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's that's iconography good iconography so the dad's not there anymore she goes home and it's dark and there's really creepy music playing right there's a lot of really creepy music in this so the dad's back and he's got a cut leg and his glasses are smashed in one of the eyes and he's listening to this creepy music on the tape recorder he says he tripped and fell really badly and he's very spaced out and the dog's barking at him she has a nightmare about Hideo going in an ambulance as well okay she goes to feed the dog, and it's a fucking massive meal. It's like fish and like it's dog huge, food and yeah. a lemon. It's like all this stuff, right? He's not there. So the dad is just at the window looking out at her, which is also creepy. <laughs> this is he's a really just, weird shot. It's not even at the like, window, but it's he's like just he's like, outside. Like, yeah, like the leaning through, and it's like a side-on shot, so you actually do see like, why is he leaning so far out the window? Like that's yeah. unsettling. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, fucking hell. I'm not even that far through this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So she finds the dad's camcorder and watches it. Uh, I don't know, this is the point where I was like, we're 43 minutes in and this is, this is long. It's a long one, isn't it? Uh, so she tells the doctor that her dad was attacked and didn't fall. He says that she's just being sensitive and that the siren is just folklore. She clicks on a thing at home and she investigates all this Roanoke missing incident. People mm-hmm. got this disease and like, came to brought it to the island and all this right shit. she just really finds all the all the plot on the computer yeah yeah so uh also talks about mermaids and sirens and all this sort of stuff which it, isn't really explored that well not relevant at all and I, this is no. the thing this is what i'm talking about like why it's so frustrating like it's just the, no. at this point i'm like okay we're getting we're getting to some of the good stuff right we're getting to what's going on here and it's just literally just just thrown away afterwards and that's just i don't know yeah. i just find it really disappointing definitely i did uh, so i did have a- i did have a when when she you know scrolls down or whatever and it, and it goes to the 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 woman in the in the red cloak i yeah, did have yeah. i did have a <gasps> like oh, is. that's that's the it's one her. and I, it kind of freaked me out a little bit i don't know i lots of things i didn't find like scary but just like really like unsettled me and that drawing for some reason like i was like oh that's gonna stick with me. I'm not. I'm not yeah, a fan of that. Yeah. So she watches a video of the 1976 stuff as well there, uh, and she goes finds Hideo with the girl in the red cloak, and then they run back as the siren starts at nighttime again. And it makes and it seems like she triggers it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and he passes out, and she has to like carry him the whole way home. Yeah. Or not home because they. Yeah. So they're Go going back, and then shack. this is when this yeah. is when the people start to change. So they're zombies, but in the Siren, they're they're called Shibito is their uh, their name. Uh, and I actually have a, a dream that I had when I was about 
11 or something and it's stuck with me for quite a while and I can remember quite vividly of these uh, things from I guess just maybe I played the demo of one of the games when I was younger mm. maybe just from reading about them in magazines I don't know uh, but yeah just like I had a dream where around where I lived that they were there that they were and we had to haul ourselves in a house which they're mm. they're, they're scary they're scary zombies right I think they are we'll get into it in a little second yeah. so uh she gets back to the house and locks all the doors and windows. Uh, she packs her bags while Hideo sleeps, and her plan is to leave uh, on a boat in the morning. Uh, she finds a bloody dog collar, which is quite sad, and suspects that her dad uh, killed him. Right. Mm-hmm. So she finds all these photos in the house, and there's a little room in a cupboard or something that also has old photos. And it's this little bedroom with a red sheet, and there's photos of all the islanders from 1976 on the wall. Little Polaroids of them, right? Right. So, basically, these are the same people that are kind of trapped there. And, oh, no, the doctor's one of them as well. Ah, right. scary. So, so let's take a second to talk about this then, right? Okay. I do Be- have to. I am I'm, I'm rushing through the plot. Yes, yes, for sure. So, if, so. <laughs> if, if everything that we're seeing is just in her head, right? Yeah. Because, presumably... The zombies, not real. Yeah. Right? So then, is this wall of photos also just not real? Because, I don't think so, because at the end, after she's fallen and she's in the hospital, it pans back to this room and we still see it there. Yeah. and so I think that that's that's the the problem. Exactly, because because if that's the case then, why do all the people why are all their photos there why do they look the same yeah. like it, See, it it wants to like be oh it is this supernatural thing oh but it also isn't but it actually is and so it's like well then what's the point here right yeah what's See, they've, the- they've deviated from what the actual game is in terms of this uh psychosis thing right? yeah but yeah. like the game they're, they're very much real in the game, yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're re- everything's real in the game, and it is about the island, it is about the villagers, and it is about the zombies, right? Yeah. It is all real. So, and there's no, there's no like, oh, is it all a dream? No, there's none of that, right? So, in changing that, they've then, like, they've left a lot of plot holes about like what it actually so, the game yeah. stuff is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, we have the siren, and her dad is one of them, and this is the scariest scene in the whole film. So her dad's one of them, and he's dragging a shovel around trying to kill them. Yeah. It's very unsettling. His little smile and the noises he's making. This is really good. See, I feel like these zombies, the Shibito, I think they're quite good because they're quite, like, expressive, right? Yeah, they yeah. have quite, like, he's smiling away to himself, and he's making all these noises. He's swinging the, swinging the shovel around and everything. It is kind of like the Juan thing, right? It's like people, like, you recognize it just as a human and it's not like yeah. deformed or anything yeah. it's just no. like like yeah. 10% off yeah. right and i think Uncanny. i think like with Uncanny. zombies they kind of just they walk around like kind of animals right yeah but like he he is quite actively sinister right he's using the weapon he's smiling he knows what he's doing he's just kind of a bit sort of his motor functions aren't working properly right, right? uh so uh it's all flashing and he's coming at them, right? There's a good tracking shot of like her doing the floor, but it's from behind as they like run through the house. Mm-hmm. Like it like follows them like the different geometry of the corridors and stuff. Yeah. Quite like that. Nice like parody of like she was cleaning and it was quite quiet and now there's just chaos mm-hmm. here. Quite like that. Uh, so the close up of his face is good with a little line of blood coming from his eye. Uh, and then <laughs> this is a great bit where he thinks he's going to hit them with a shovel, but it's actually just a mirror. 
Uh, he hits a mirror. <laughs> done him. Absolutely, Absolutely done him. Done. Right. And she sprays him in the eyes, right? So you got the policeman now. She goes to get help, but he's turned into a zombie too. Uh, and he's going to shoot them with his gun. And then he's just fucking lying on the ground shooting into this guy. Like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I was going to say, doing a, doing a Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> so the boat isn't there. And instead, they just decide to go up to the tar, right? Uh, there's also a creepy bit here with this. This is the first time we get her name, Yuki. Yeah. And the neighbor's there, and she's looking for them, and she's really creepy. And she's like, she's like, oh, like, oh, I found you. It oh, starts with, like, like her oh, normal voice, and then it, like, horrible. just quickly changes. Horrible. Yeah, I don't like that yeah, at all. Yeah, And the voices are like that in the game, too. They've done, they've done well. So they get up to the siren, they climb it, and the guy from 1976 grabs her leg, she kicks him off, and he falls down. Uh, so we see the horizon turning red, and all the islanders have come to the siren tower, right? And then she's just hitting the little speaker pathetically with a pole, right? Yeah. And... Uh, the doctor comes up and he tells her that it's no use and that the siren will still sound no matter what. And it, apparently it's only her that can hear the sirens. So this is the big reveal. Right. Right. Uh, she tries to get Hideo over to the doctor, but he says Hideo died a long time ago. So she's having some form of psychosis. Mm-hmm. So we get all these scenes of she's just been talking to herself and that's why the village is being so weird. It's not that they're just staring at them. It's because she's talking to no one. Right. And, uh, they're they're ableist pieces of shit, right? And they're just like, they're just like, oh, she's a freak, and that's you know, not not very good. But gives us an explanation anyway. So uh, they came to the island to actually help her and to get her to the ocean to like I don't know. I guess this is time this away is from tr- the city. This It'll is how do you treat people with severe mental illness. You just bring them to an island and just yeah. let them just listen to the water, right? Uh, so the sirens in her head. And I'm confused. Again, I'm confused. Are they all real? I don't. I don't know. I, right. Yeah. So the doctor turns into one, and she's right at the end of the thing. And this tar scene goes on for so fucking long. So right? long. Oh, it's dangerous, way. Yuki. She hey, falls from Yuki, the tar. Yuki, it's dangerous. Yuki, it's dangerous. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. Right. We're high up. So she falls off the tar, and then she's like, she. The doctor screams, "No!" Right. And then he's normal again when he does this. So obviously, like he's not yeah. actually a zombie, right? So good shot. I do of her like this shot. The yeah, I like this shot yeah. a lot. Yeah, she's like in front of the red background, which is really very nice. good. Uh, very good. So I was like, I was like, what's happening now? I was like, piss off that she survived that fall. I, so she's yeah, she's fucking like five hundred feet up. Five hundred feet. She's got a little <laughs> scratch on her face. Yeah. So she, she survived, and then she was she was hallucinating, and then I was I was like, does this happen in the games? No, it does not. I looked it, up. <laughs> it doesn't happen. And the, all the games take place at night. So the dad is alive as well, right? Which is good for him. Uh, probably annoyed because he got his face sprayed off. Probably right? not yeah. pleased, yeah. Uh, so there was a man in 1976 also saw hallucinations, and he killed all the people on the island, right? So that's why you shouldn't go out when you hear the siren because you're actually the bad one, not everyone else, right? Which is, I think it's that's not that's interesting, but it, that's that's in is. the realm of the supernatural, right? That's not in the realm of mental illness, like what she has, right? Because they're trying to like they're trying to do these two things, but the supernatural bit is a bit more interesting, right? I, think. I guess I guess that is kind of, and they talk about like oh the third siren, and then they mention the fourth siren. I guess if you're gonna try to link everything, I guess they're saying that the Roanoke thing was the same that was the first siren and someone killed all of them and then the mary whatever the mary sue whatever the boat that would be the mary second <laughs> siren and someone killed all them and then he would be the third and then 
Yuki would be the fourth, which I guess that's what they're trying to say, but it's just so poorly explained. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you shouldn't go outside because you'll end up going mad and killing everyone, right? And Yuki treated Hideo's death as if it was her own fault, so that's why she's acted so badly. But then if it's a supernatural thing, like... Yeah, it's... Is like you got to pick one. Is is, is she one. mentally ill because of the supernatural thing, or is it actually because of his death? Yeah, like it's confusing. You got to right. choose a device. Yeah. So the doctor says uh, she will get better, but she, it just depends on whether or not she begins to see her own reality. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So the movie ends on the girl in red singing out by some wind turbines, and the doctor is reading pages uh, about the diary or from the diary about the siren. Uh, she hears the siren again, and she wakes up. She gets out of bed, and she just fucking ganks the dock. Ganks the dock, yeah. Um, R.I.P. It, it says the fourth siren has sounded, and then the credits music is just fucking mad electronic stuff, which is weird, weird. There so you go. there's siren or forbidden siren. So we're gonna put it in all. We're gonna do all the different categories now. So Beautiful. first one is is it a good for, uh, video game adaptation? I'm gonna say no. I'll trust I you on played, that because you've I haven't played, played that much, but I think researched more. I think just the fact that it takes a lot of it takes place in the day, just meandering around without any threat, and then the zombies are there at night. They look good, and I think that those parts are really well done. I think that there's genuinely unsettling parts, and the game the game is very very scary. Like like I even more scary than Silent Hill. Obviously, Silent Hill creator made this too. Right. I think he did an even scarier job on this one. Because you're way more vulnerable as well. You don't right. have gun, as many guns or anything. Uh, but I just don't think they've adapted enough of that, really. Sure. And the mental illness slash it's it's all it's all been in her head all along thing is kind of a bit. Uh, but also it's not maybe really, not. It's not really part of the game. Yeah, like it's I was looking, and it's like I guess you play like from like several different perspectives. You like do, not you just you play as a lot of characters. Yeah. You play as like ten people to in, kind of piece everything together, like. Non chronologically, yeah, yeah. So they've they've adop- they have adopted bits of the game, just not enough of it. I don't sure, think. sure, yeah. okay. Uh, so ranking the video game series so far, we have eight Wing Commander, seven Double Dragon, six Mortal Kombat, five Street Fighter, four Tomb Raider, three Doom, two Resident Evil, one Mario. Uh, I'm going to put it quite low. Can we just by default say it's better than Wing Commander because everything yes. is? Better I will than put Wing it. Commander. I'll put it in directly above there because okay. <laughs> I, you played uh, Double Dragon. You said it's good. Yeah, I would yeah, say Double Dragon, yeah, and the Double Dragon Four new one, fantastic as well. Yeah. So so put it at number eight. Uh, I wrote Forbidden Dragon. That's all right. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I think that the mechanic of making your way through a survival horror world via looking through the eyes of the enemies is a cool interesting idea that is very interesting it's yeah. quite original but it's very frustrating to play and uh it's just not fun it's just not not fun at all uh okay so ranking the protagonists so so far we have 31 freddy and marty 30 guile 29 lou and sony and katana and raiden and Jax. 1997 we've got 10 jimmy and johnny and double dragon <laughs> jimmy and johnny Double Dragon. Seven Alice. Six Reaper. Five Mario and Luigi. Four Cole and Sonya and Jax. Twenty one. Three Lara Croft. Two thousand and three. Lou and Johnny and Sonya. Ninety five. Lara Croft. Two thousand and one. Where are we gonna put Yuki? Is it Yuki or is it the Doctor? Oh, it's definitely Yuki. It's definitely her. 
She's also like, the he's, villain. She's not the villain. <laughs> she's not really. She's the she's the protagonist. Read the last the top couple. The for siren me. is the villain. Sure. I guess the villain is trauma zombies. Trauma zombies and the siren. Yeah. Okay. Uh, read the the top couple again for me. Lara Croft is one. Two is Lou and Johnny and Sonya. Three is Lara Croft. Four is Cole and Sonya and Jax. Five, Mario and Luigi. Six, I would put her quite low. Six is Reaper. Seven's Alice. Eight's Jimmy and Johnny and Double Dragon. I'd probably put her below that. Because I, I, I actually think that they were quite fun, weren't they? I don't know. I thought they were pretty stupid. I would put, them, I would put her above them, but... Okay, that's all right. We'll put, we'll put her in there. That's fine. Uh, I'm fine with that. So Yuki, number eight, just below Alice. That's fine, I think. So, ranking the villains. Number 11, Kill Rathi. 10, Spence slash Umbrella. 9, Shao Kahn. 8, Gary Oldman in Double Dragon. 7, Shang Tsung, 21. 6, Kieran Hines. 5, Demons on the Rock. 4, Mr. Pyle, Mr. Pym. Uh, 3, King Koopa. 2, Shang Tsung, 1995. And 1, M. Bison. Where, so, Trauma Zombies and The Siren is what I'm going to put in. I mean, they're pretty good. They're scary, aren't they? If we're just talking about in terms of their their fright factor are we thinking about like and their design the rock and the demons are we thinking about i was gonna say above the doom boys above the doom boys okay yeah i think that's good they are scary aren't they they are and the siren is also scary i really hate like when they get up to the tower and it starts getting like distorted it's like really uncomfortable yeah okay that's good that's a good good spot for them well done well done guys all right so ranking the movies 31, Wing Commander. 30, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, sorry, it's doing that weird thing again. Yeah. It's jumbling the numbers up. 9, Street Fighter. 8, Double Dragon. 7, Super Mario Bros. 6, Resident Evil. 5, Doom. 4, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. 3, Mortal Kombat. 2, Mortal Kombat <laughs> 2021. Sorry, the first one was... 3 yeah. is 95, 2 is 21. And then one, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Where are we going to put Forbidden Siren on this list? So, yeah, I'm a bit torn just because, like you said, like it's less Hollywood and it's less, like, like it's a more offensively film, stupid. But yeah. there's so it's many things about it that are frustrating. So, like, my gut would say, like, above Resident Evil. But yeah. I don't know if, like... See, I'm doing the... the plot holes make it so much worse. Yeah. I'm just kind of... I'm trying to do the thing where I'm like, would I rather watch this yeah, over... Yeah, I'd rather watch game? Resident Evil, so... Would you rather watch Super Mario Bros? Uh... I would. I definitely would. Okay. Which is a shame. Would you rather watch Double Dragon? No. Okay, we'll stick it in there then. Okay, above Double Dragon. I would watch this again. Okay, fair enough. Forbidden Siren. So that's number eight. That's All right. That's not bad. That's not bad. All right, so... Next time, yes, we are going to do Silent Hill, as if the turn of a coin, another <laughs> meandering and boring movie. Shiter. We're going to watch Silent Hill with barely any like good bits with like the bad guys in Silent Hill. Like it's just going to be wandering around in empty places for fucking ninety minutes. Great, great. That's oh, dear. I'm not like I'm not looking forward to this because I've seen it before. However, <laughs> however. That Silent Hill, I believe, will still be several weeks away because we're at the end of the year, which means it's time to talk about Game of the Year. 
and it's time to talk about our predictions for the next year and review the ones that we made earlier this year. So we'll the fantasy be, draft, fantasy draft, the whole thing. I got to play Fast and Furious Crossroads. Um, <laughs> I got to play a game that I want to buy. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. So um, I, I'm thinking of maybe getting the Frog Detective. Oh I'm yeah, playing that Do as that. a treat. That'll be finally, good. Finally get on that. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some other stuff. Take just a little bit of a break from from the meandering and the horrible game adaptations, and then Silent Hill will be kind of a couple weeks into the into the new year, and uh, yes, take a bit of a break for the holidays as well. And uh, and that's us. That that's is us there. That is us. See you soon. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.